God wants every single Christian to be strong. And the strength that we are talking about is not being strong as the world sees it. And the church should also be a place that can attract people to come and come again. Become interested in what your father is doing. Become interested in the fact that we want to operate Matthew chapter 6 verse 33. Seek him first the kingdom of heaven and his righteousness. Are you ready? Welcome to the Supernatural Word with Samuel B. Sawyer. Expect a positive change in your life through the power of God's word. He is the head pastor of the Rose of Sharon Cathedral, a branch of Catch the Anointing Center, one of the denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, founded by the prophets, Ducky Ward Mills. Today, he preaches on the topic, For This Reason. The title of tonight's message is, For This Reason. Say, For This Reason. One more time, say, For This Reason. Let's read a few scriptures from the Bible. Sweet Holy Spirit, we thank you once again in Jesus' name. John chapter 18, the background to this story in John chapter 18 was that um, Jesus had been arrested. Today I declare that anybody who has been arrested by COVID and things to do with COVID, I release you from arrest in Jesus' name. I say you are released from every prison in Jesus' name. Somebody say for this reason or for this cause or for this purpose. They all work. They all work. Okay? In 1 John chapter 5 verse 8. Let me just read the scripture very quickly and then we'll go. John um, 18. If you are there, say I'm there. Right. I want to read from, um, let's start from 28. Then led they Jesus from Caiaphas unto the hall of judgment. Wow. And it was early. And they themselves went not into the judgment hall, lest they should be defiled, but that they might eat the Passover. Okay, there's something religious. Pilate then went out unto them and said, What accusation bring ye against this man? The Son of God was being accused. The one who came to save us, he was being accused. Instead of being welcomed, it's like a pastor, instead of being welcomed, sometimes he's rather accused. May every accusation against you be cancelled in Jesus' name. Amen. When they accuse you, may they find no fault in you in Jesus' name. Amen. Verse uh, 30, they answered and said unto him, If he were not a male factor, that's a criminal, we will not have delivered him up unto thee. Then said Pilate unto him, Take ye him and judge him according to your law. The Jews therefore said unto him, it is not lawful for us to put um, any man to death. Okay? They didn't have the death penalty. Or they didn't have the right. Now verse 32. That the saying of Jesus might be fulfilled, which is speak, signifying what death he should die. Jesus Christ had been, it had been prophesied that he should die the death of the cross. The most despicable death at that time. A shameful death. Stripped him. When you look at pictures or movies, they have a little uh, cloth covering him, but you're stripped and hanged there, exposed to the elements. And um, it wasn't easy. Say, it wasn't easy. I, I sometimes ask myself why Jesus had to do that. Yeah. But you'll get to know very soon. Someone say, for this reason. For this 
Now in verse 33, then Pilate entered into the judgment hall again and called Jesus and said unto him, Art thou the king of the Jews? Sometimes there are some questions when they ask you, you know that they are taunting you. Everybody say taunt. It's like they are playing with you. They are playing with you. Sometimes they ask you a question, you realize that they are what? Playing with you. Jesus Christ was told or asked by Pilate, Are thou the king of the Jews? Are thou the king of the Jews? In other words, are you the one who goes around calling himself the king of the Jews? Because in reality, you know, the Jews had been, um, as it were, conquered or they were being oppressed by these Romans. So in reality, the one in charge, their kings and all those King Herod, etc., etc., were there. But it was like the Roman rulers who were in charge. I hope you are, you are listening to me. Julius Caesar and all those people. So in a sense, Jesus Christ, he had two cases to answer. He had a case to answer with the, uh, um, how do you call it, the indigenous, uh, traditional, uh, local authority, that is the chiefs. And he also had to answer a case with the political uh, rulership of the day. There was even a third case, the church, that time, Caiaphas. Are you listening to me? Verse 34, Jesus answered, Sayest thou this thing of thyself? Or did others tell it thee of me? In other words, it, is it your own information or this is reported speech? It's painful when somebody, um, you know, is saying something bad against you. But it's worse. When people who don't know you at all, they make their assumptions and then they start speaking. Who understands what I'm saying? Three people. Verse 35, I hope you are not tired of my reading. Pilate answered, am I a Jew? In other words, am I one of your people? Because Pilate was the Roman um, leader who had been put in charge. He said, am I a Jew? It's like trying to extricate himself from any issue. Thy own nation and the chief priest have delivered thee unto me. What hast thou done? There's a time Jesus gave these famous words in verse 36 and said my kingdom is not of this world if my kingdom were of this world then would my servants fight that I should not be delivered to the Jews but now is my kingdom not from hence in other words Jesus Christ will say look I didn't come here for uh, MPP uh, NDC matters as a child of God the world sometimes provokes us there are rivers. Everybody say rivers. This world has rivers and currents. Joseph was faced with rivers and currents of greed, of jealousy, provoking us, taunting us, trying to make us move in a certain direction. Are you listening to me? You go and work in an environment, by the time you realize there are things trying to pull you, as it were, to become dishonest. Take this, do that, do this. Hey, in every place there are things that goes on. Are you listening to me? In verse 37, and this is where I picked my, 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 my um, sermon title from. We are talking about Jesus. Can we talk about Jesus? Listen to um, Jesus. 
Pilate therefore said unto him, Are thou a king? Jesus answered, Thou sayest that I am a king. To this end was I born. Say, to this end was I born. And for this cause. Ah. For this cause came I into the world. All of us, there's a purpose for while we are around. And Jesus Christ, I believe he knew while, why, why he was around. Do you think Jesus Christ was confused walking on this earth? I don't think so at all. Pastor King, I don't think for a moment Jesus Christ was confused about his, his purpose on earth or his mission on earth. And tonight my prayer is that before we leave here, God will drop something into your heart concerning the purpose or the reason why you were born. Say, I believe. Make it your lifelong pursuit to see Jesus. Say amen. amen. Make it your lifelong pursuit that what? You might see Jesus. When I say you might see Jesus, somebody say, oh, a vision of Jesus is part of it. It's just a part of it. See Jesus. Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a corn of wheat fall onto the ground and die, it abides alone. But if it die, it bringeth forth much fruit. Underline that verse. 25, he that loveth his, his life shall lose it, and he that um, hated his life shall, in this world shall keep it unto life eternal. If any man serve him, let him follow me. Let him follow me. Say, I will follow. If any man serve him, let him follow me. Say, I will follow. And this is beautiful. Say, and where I am, there shall also my servant be. Is it not wonderful? Is it not nice that one day where Jesus is, we are going to be there with him? Is it not a beautiful? Are you not excited? You, don't, you only want to go to Kempinski. Listen, if you are sitting here and you do not have a heaven in view, when I say heaven, I'm not even talking about, um, or you, you, don't, you don't have a place with Jesus in view, there's a problem. If all your life is just centered on this earth. The Bible says, Now is my soul troubled. These are the words of Jesus. Now is what? My soul troubled. When I read this verse earlier on, I, 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 I was worried actually that, ah, so Jesus too, Something if you trouble them. Any kind of mental pressure, torture, pain that a human being can go through, I believe Jesus Christ went, went, went through it. The Christian life is a life of endurance. I would say endurance. Yeah. Even Jesus Christ himself. Listen. The Bible says he endured the cross. He did what? He endured the cross. To endure means to be able to withstand pain and hardship. To be able to do what? Withstand. He had gotten to a place they were about to crucify him. He said, now my soul has become troubled and what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour? Nah. As the young people say now, they say, nah. I'm helping somebody here. That even Jesus, he got to a point. Because he knew he had to go to the cross. So, 
He started feeling it. At this stage, as I'm speaking right now, and I'm speaking prophet, pro- prophetically, there are people sitting here, they are at a certain stage where they are almost about to, they are saying like Jesus, so should I, should I give up? Now my soul is deeply troubled. Should I pray? Jesus Christ is not questioning prayer, but he's questioning the kind of prayer. Some of you, the kind of prayers that you pray, you should stop. Pastor Media, I have spotted a guy in the church. I'm praying that he will look my way. But I, 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 heard, I, heard, I heard that she has gone to engage somebody. But I think, I think pa, that I am, I am the, I'm the woman. I think that that one is not correct. So I'm praying, pa, that that's my, in fact, I'm praying for the wife to die. Hey! Convert and take. People are praying some prayers, oh, pastors. People are, that, that is why, if you're in this church, you, have, you do not have a copy of uh, what, um, how to pray. Pastor, how get it for me? In the corner nearest to me. You don't have a, a copy of, of, of some of this book, how to pray. You are, you are in danger. Because it's not all prayer that God hears. Vain repetitions. Forget it. You are supposed to pray with all kinds of prayer, but we must also pray prayer that is effectual. So Jesus Christ was even saying that, ah, is this how I should pray? Should I pray? Listen to the prayer topic. Can you see Jesus' prayer topic that he, he thought of and then he discarded? You mean, you, you think of some prayer topic, you should cancel it. Yeah. There are some prayer topics you should think of. If you're a thief and you're going to steal, and you say, Father, <laughs> I remember somebody sat in front of me some time ago. I was a pastor. And he said I should pray for him because he wanted to travel abroad. And I knew the guy. The guy was about 26 years old. His beard alone was about 30 years. <laughs> and he was sitting. I mean, one guy now I said, guy, no. Wow. Eh? He's dry. I mean, like, yeah. And he was going to play under 16 <laughs> in, in Europe. <laughs> so as he said, I should pray for this, I said, I look at him and say, ah, but Whoa, I mean, look, you, you are too old for whatever. I, they say, oh, no problem. I said, what about the beard? Then I remember what he said. He said it in three. He said, mewai. <laughs> I, I would say, mewai. That's what, mewai is a three word for, I will just remove it. Then I said, I'm sure you have hair on your legs. He said, pastor, no problem. Of course, I didn't pray. I've had different prayer topics people have asked me. Another lady is just going, she said, I should pray for her. The Holy Spirit said, ask her the name she's, she's using. Immediately I asked her, then her face changed. No, no, she had changed her name. There's so many funny, funny things. And she's born, she says she's born again. No, I'm talking to somebody here. Some of us, the prayers we pray is not good. Yeah. You, pray, you are going to do a bad thing and you are praying that it will work. What, 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 what? You, you have turned Christianity into something else. Lift up your hands and say, I repent. But tonight, something is going to happen to you. Amen. Amen. If you can recognize why you are in this world, for this reason, for this cause, for this purpose, Jesus Christ said, no, I'm not going to pray this prayer. 
I'm not going to pray that, save me, Lord. He said, this is the very reason I came. Hallelujah. Can I read my last scripture and then we close the service? Let me give you seven, seven, um, seven reasons or seven keys. I think I would like to call them keys. Yeah, seven keys. Seven keys concerning your life. Amen. It's very broad, but that's what the Holy Spirit laid on my heart. Number one, if you don't know the use of something, you abuse it. If you don't know the use of something, you abuse it. Jesus Christ knew why he was, on the, he was in this world. I say Jesus Christ knew why he was what? In this world. I want to encourage you that these verses that I've shared with you, if perchance you can hear them again, it will be a blessing. When we say abuse, abuse means the improper use of something. The what? The improper use of something. It's from the same root word use. Then ab. So you have normal. Then abnormal. How you get me? Do you, do you like the normal or you like the abnormal? Normal. If somebody looks at you and says, Charlie, oh yeah, yeah, abnormal. I don't think you'll be happy, isn't it also? In other words, instead of being a normal thinking person, now you have moved into an abnormal whatever. Number two, if you do not know the use of something, you misuse it. It's similar. Misuse is similar to abuse. Misuse means you give it the wrong uh, purpose or the wrong use. Are you listening to me? It's like... It's like a botox. Botox. B-U-T-T-O-C-K. S. Single is botox. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Forgive me, English teachers. I don't know. <laughs> Half will be what? Whatever. It is an exit. A botox is an exit, not an entry. You never enter an exit. It's illegal to enter an exit. You can be arrested. You can be fined. Tonight I'm preaching against every demonic mindset that is against the children of God. Concerning why they are around. Yeah. Your very life has a reason. Your very life on this earth, there's nobody, absolutely nobody who was not or is not in this world for a reason. The, for example, you might say that, oh, uh, 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 my parents were not married, this is, so I'm an illegitimate child. There, there's nothing like an illegitimate child. There can be illegitimate parents, but there cannot be illegitimate children. Because God thought of you in his mind's eye. That's why the Bible says, before you were clot of blood, I knew you. I knew you. Before you were formed, I knew you. God says, I knew you. God, do you know God knows us? 
God, Bible says in the book of Romans chapter 8, he says he foreknew us. Verse 29, he foreknew us. He that called us. Hey! You, 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 you cannot be there and let Satan tell you that, oh, your life in this world now has no meaning. Actually, that's what caused people to, 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 to um, cause suicide. So if you do not know why you're around the use of your life, you end up, number one, I say abusing. That's why people go into drugs. People go into alcoholism. And I'm not using alcoholism, alcohol. Before we add a zim. Because it has to start from somewhere. You say, oh, this one, they're small. Small. You, you actually don't know. You see, I do not have much time to read many verses, but you, you don't know the effects, the long-range effects. Prophet Doug says, never sit down to have Bible study with the devil. It's like, oh, you want to show, you want to show the devil some scripture that, oh, you know what? But the, concerning alcohol, you know, Paul told Timothy that, uh, take a little wine for your stomach's sake. Number one, are you called Timothy? <laughs> Number two, what is that stomach condition that you have? Number three, what kind of wine was it being used? I want to plead with all of us tonight, and I'm really taking my time, because in my little time as a pastor, I've come to realize that many people are walking on this earth, they actually do not know even why they are around. Somebody say, for this reason, for this cause. Jesus says, for this Reason or for this cause came I into the world for this hour. For this hour. He said, Should I say save me? He said, No, for this hour, I came for this purpose. I came. I came for this purpose. I came for this reason. Do not misuse something that God has given a use for. I repeat, do not misuse something or abuse something that God has given a reason for. The Holy Spirit just told me that tell them about their mouth. And my mouth also. So that our mouths are used for things that are not supposed to be used for. James chapter 3. Say my mouth. In James chapter 3, the Bible talks about the tongue. Everyone say the tongue. Behold, verse 4. All let's start from verse 1. Let, be not, let um, how do you call it? My brethren, be not many masters. We shall receive the greater condemnation. Verse 2, I'm reading very fast. For in many things we offend all, if any man offend not in word, the same is a perfect man, able also to bridle the whole body. We put bits in horses' mouths that they may obey us, and we turn about their whole body. Verse 4, behold also the ships, which though they be so great and are driven of fierce winds, yet are they turn about with a very small elm, which over the governor listed, that's the captain. Do you know a ship's engine room can be from here, all the way to um, beyond uh, the bank? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The ship, just the engine room. It can be from here all the way just beyond the bank. Can you imagine it? Meanwhile, it's just a small thing that turns it. Even so, the tongue, verse 3, is a little member. Everybody say, I have a tongue. Look at your neighbor if he's not wearing the mask and say, oh. if, uh, By the way, those of you who take pictures and you stick out your tongue, it's not a nice thing, okay? Yeah. Now you are laughing, but... Now you are laughing, but later, later in life, they will show it to you. Say, hey, mini. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's a little something. How many of you think it's a little not nice? Stick at the tongue like that. No, no. 
Even so, the tongue is a little member and boasted great things. Behold, how great a matter, a little fire kindleth. In other words, a little fire can cause one small candle can bend down a factory. I say one small candle can do what? It can bend down a factory. In the same way, that's your mouth. The one that you put the lipstick on. Yes, that one, that one. The lip gloss one. Yeah. If you don't know the use of it, by the time you realize you are abusing it. Come with me. It says, the tongue is a fire. I'm just reading verses. A world of iniquity. So is the tongue among our members. That it defileth the whole body. And set it on fire the course of nature. And it set on fire of hell. This is crazy. In other words, it, the, the, the tongue is connected to hell if you allow it. Hell gets involved. I am telling you on record that there are some of us here who have said things that we have regretted, true or false. And you are even surprised that you said it. By the time the thing came out of your mouth, you had told your husband that hey some of us some of us when we open our mouth hmm? it's like they have opened Kole Gono Lagoon too I'm not talking about the natural sense I'm just I'm talking about the words the words and you say you're a Christian yeah that's why sometimes we cannot even receive certain things from God. Because we have not proven a certain level of ability to handle things. Thanks for joining us. Today we learned if you don't know the use of something, you abuse it and misuse it. We hope you have been blessed by this message. Join us same time next week. God bless you. Next time on Supernatural Word. Number three. If you know why you are around or why you are alive, why you are not dead yet, if you know your mission or your purpose, hmm, you focus. If you know your purpose, you focus. Hello, I'd like to invite you to give your life to Jesus. It's probably the most important decision you can ever take in your life. The Bible says it's appointed unto man once to die and after that, judgment but you can change all that pray with me say after me close your eyes say Lord Jesus I thank you you died for me on the cross I was a sinner going to hell but you loved me and you gave your life for my sake today I repent forgive me write my name in the book of life I'll follow you all the days of my life in Jesus name if you pray this prayer you're born again child we like to know you we like to fellowship with you hey join us let's worship God together as we wait for the return of our Lord Jesus Christ God bless you Bye. thanks for your time faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God Use your faith to move all mountains in your way. To contact us for counseling, prayers, and ministry materials by Bishop Dakiwood Mills, such as the Macarius, the Mantano, and the latest edition, speak the word that is Macarius in audio format. And also Samuel Sawyer's book, Winning the Battles of Life. Call or message us on plus 233. 
248-906-776 or send an email to sambisoya at gmail.com. Finally, write to us and share your testimony on how this broadcast has been a blessing to you. See you next time and stay blessed.